Okay. All right. We're back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival. I am your co-host, Sasquatch. Joining me today is the man, the myth, the beast. He liked that one last time. The Yeti! Wow. You have a really good memory. I couldn't remember last time. <laughs> <laughs> you did a lot of drugs back in the day. I did. <laughs> back in the Arctic. And now I have terrible short-term memory. <laughs> All right. So, um, we've got just a couple of housekeeping things, really, that we probably want to handle before we jump into our topic today. Um, but our topic has kind of been brought to us by the evening news. Ugh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, so, uh, some housekeeping things. So we now have, uh, we, we'll do this on the front end. All right. Uh, we now have an Etsy shop. Yeah. Now. Now that's not on the evening news. No, 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 no. Okay. Although we wish it was. <laughs> yeah. That that would get us some business, right? For sure. So some of you who follow us on Facebook, which is another reason to follow us on Facebook, may get to see um, some of our goods that we are making. Um, basically what has happened is during the slow time, uh, mm-hmm. December's been slow, um, yeah. January's. Hey, the next four years might be slow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um there's a chance. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm old enough to remember when Obama took office and what that did to the economy. Um, so I'm I don't want to say I'm scared, but it is one of those things that makes you go, uh, we'll survive. Ain't no doubt about it. We'll survive. We'll 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 make it. Well, we might no even choice. thrive. Yeah. Who knows? But um it is one of those things you just look back and you go, mm. Who did mm. Yeah. Mm. You just make old man noises because you really don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know a lot of people that ran their own business doing different sort of maintenance oh, and yeah. stuff like that and how Look. it affected them. Me, I was working for a company that, you know, maybe they took a hit, but we didn't ever see it on our end. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, we need to tighten up ours. Well, but, you were working in food production. Exactly. I mean, we're still eating food and selling it to other countries. So, um, But... I was working for a plumber when that happened, and we were doing all new construction, and business was booming. And then, yeah, uh, he laid off a lot of guys. I mean, like That's we had sad. we had like four crews, mm. and um, I think he laid off all of them but one. Oh man! So the, the guys who had been with him the longest. So, mm-hmm. anyways, um, not not to be on a sad note. <laughs> so so yeah. to make up to, to try to help us supplement uh, income, basically. Uh, we've, we've been building things. We've been making things and have enjoyed it. It's a, it's a change of pace. We enjoy it. Um, we have coasters on the website or on the, uh, it has its own Facebook page. It has its own Facebook page and, uh, it is an Etsy store as well. So you can find that at Bigfoot Wood and Steel Yep, is the Facebook and Etsy. Wait. The Etsy is Bigfoot Wood and Steel. The Bigfoot is the same thing on Facebook. It's the same thing on yep. Facebook. Okay. It's the same thing. So we, we went with Bigfoot Design or something of that nature, and we found out we couldn't use that one. So um, we're using Bigfoot Wood and Steel. So that's how you can find us. Um, I think we're going to wind up putting product on the we- our personal website itself. So the Bigfoot Revival uh, website will have a store. And we're not there yet, but yeah, that, yeah. I mean, it's just stuff we have coming up the pike. We're, yeah. we're hoping that we'll be able to get accomplished, um, as well as um, 
maybe some hats and t-shirts eventually so hopefully we so. want to get some things like that stickers um so th- th- that's kind of where we're at uh that being said if you want to support us uh and you want to get something back outside of just you know getting it, being able to hear our wonderful voices every week or so um and you want to get something nice buy buy whatever we make <laughs> <laughs> Just buy it up. Those coffee cup holders are pretty nice. Yeah, and and they, man, you look at it and you go, okay. Or I, I being the type of guy I am, I break everything down into, oh, okay, I can I can do that, right? Mm-hmm. And but every hook on the coffee cup, I mean, it's hand forged. I've sat there and hand forged every single one of them. You personally? Yeah, yeah, and then. And then um, we're using reclaimed lumber. Yep. Or I think that's the word you use. If I'm not using a technical thing, but it's it's old wood that we're using and repurposing it for this. Um, some of it's really old. Some of it ain't so old. Um, but it's things that we've tore down because we, we do handyman work, so we're always coming into to old lumber. Mm. And so, um, and that's kind of how we choose what to make. We, we try to not buy anything that we don't have to and use the material that we can gather from uh, the handyman work. So that's kind of worked out for us um, to be able to do that. Um, we're, we're excited over it. We've already made a couple sales, and really all we've done is launched it on Facebook. It's really been the only median that we's, we've pushed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, speaking of which, since we're promoting ourselves and we're, we're just telling everybody how great we are, where can everybody find us? On our website, and if you're curious as to what that is, it is www.bigfootrevival.com. If you go to our website, you will find links to all of our social medias, from fe- from Facebook to Twitter and everything in between. Parlor. Parlor, Instagram, LinkedIn. All of it, son. All we there. Yep. We ain't on TikTok. We we trying to keep the Soviets from. I mean, not the <laughs> yeah, Soviets, but the Chinese the communists. But you know. All right. So now, all that's over with. We we we're in a good mood. We're happy. We're selling things. Um, we're giving a a, a a way for our audience to interact with us in a in a new way, and we always enjoy doing that. Hey, I got an idea. Hmm. Let's give away some coasters. All right. So we're going to give away a set of coasters. Um, I don't know the best way to go about it. Let's see here. If. Okay. I think I know. I think I know. The next person to like our Facebook revival page. Our Facebook revival page. Yeah. Yeah, the on Facebook. Then Our Bigfoot Revival page on Facebook. The next person to like it. Hmm. Um, we'll get free coasters. Okay. Or what about the people that have already liked it? I know that's kind of unfair. All right, we'll give away two sets of coasters. <laughs> All right. First to the people uh the first the next person who likes our Bigfoot Revival page. And um the next person to comment on to get in contact with us so here you go okay tell us how you heard about us and something that you like about it okay 
Yeah, that'll work. So, uh, so are we going to do the first or whichever one we like? So we'll get a handful. And we'll say, oh, oh, I like this one. I like this is a good. This is a good thing, you know. No, you got to have both. You got to have both. Both what? Um, you got to have the first right. person and the. We're going to confuse everybody. Yeah, I'm we're already confused. confused so we're going to do we're the first person to, to like. We're we're going to yep. do that. So yeah. So what my question was: Are we going to do the? Um, uh, are we just going to do the first person who comments about how they uh, found Bigfoot revival and what they think of it, or are we going to do the comment that we like best? I think it should be first come first serve personally. Okay, but. we'll go with that. I ain't got no, I ain't got no uh, preference one way or the other. So we'll go with that. You know, uh, what? next time we give away some, we'll do it based on our preference. Okay, I have no problem with that yeah. at all. Let's do that. So now that that's out of the way, uh, look, with everything so doom and gloom, everything so uh, just you know looking bad, I guess. Welcome to 2021. 2021, brother. Uh, we're, 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 we're hoping to bring some uh, light into this world. <laughs> or as the Chocolate Knots called it, uh, 2020, the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, anyways. So, uh, today is January the 7th. It is. So, it's been a full week since New Year's. Um, <laughs> one full week. <laughs> wow, it seems a lot longer than that. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. It, because um, our last, our last, our last podcast was that New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Okay, that's what I was thinking because it was the last podcast of the year. Yeah. So first podcast of the year, we get to come in and. Uh, one of the first things we get to talk about is <laughs> the conservative snapping. They don't went all the way crazy. They don't went all the way crazy. Look, I've always thought, I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast, but I have always thought, if the conservatives do snap, it'll be something nuts. Yeah. It'll be something nuts. It won't be um, taking over a Walgreens. Well, we went to um, a friend of ours from church yesterday. And I walked in and immediately thought, hey, he's watching The Purge. I had no idea he liked this movie. No, wait. This is this is Fox News. This, whoa, live coverage. That's the ca- Why is there a shirtless guy with horns on in the Capitol? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? You don't say anything. Uh, well, all right, so... All right, so let's let's kind of walk it over this way. I think I might be a little hot. Let me turn this down. So let's look at it this way. What are we looking and seeing the world commenting to this whole thing, right? What is what is the world really saying about this? Uh and, and my my from what I'm seeing is uh, I'm seeing a lot of hip- hip- hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Let's stop. Let's start here. Let's start here. I want to personally, we do as a podcast. I think I can speak for both of us, right? But, but it depends on what you're about to say. All right. So if you disagree with me, you'll say it. 
you'll let me know. Yeah. All right. I think everybody who broke into the uh, Capitol building mm-hmm. should be arrested. Should yeah. be arrested and persecuted under a a fair justice system. Yeah. Same thing I do with the rioters in uh, everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else that there's been rioting and that kind of thing. I think we ought to look at what has been damaged, what's been done, and those people should be properly uh, punished. So mm-hmm. if that's jail time, is that fines, that may be um, different for whatever, you know, if you just went into the Capitol building, right, and you knew, you didn't cause no damage, you just kind of got caught up into the kind of the, the, the fray sh- of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you just walked in there and you didn't damage anything. I mean, that, that person shouldn't, well, they've shouldn't got have plenty the of same video. punishment. Yeah. And that person shouldn't have the same punishment as someone who, um, you know, was out there punching the cops. Yeah. You know, that person shouldn't have the same punishment as someone who was punching the cops and tearing things up and like old Buffalo guy who was standing up there and somebody walked away with Nancy Pelosi's podium and that kind of thing. Now, <laughs> let's, let's be fair. It's still funny. It, it's not. It's a circus. But it is. Yeah. I mean, it, it's that same kind of thing where you kind of have that nervous laughter when you see somebody shove a sword down their throat or nail into their no- nose or something like that. It's hard to look away. There's, It's entertaining, but it's horrifying at the same time. Yeah. Part of, and part of you is standing there in disbelief, like, this can't be real. And it's that I think that's where that nervous laughter comes from, you know, just like you see somebody it, nailing a nail through their nose and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, when's the trick going to come in? Is this reality? <laughs> Is this? I don't think I get the reference. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, yeah. Now I'm going to mess it up, but I think it's an old Pink Floyd song. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, so anyhow, so I I, I, I think now I've heard people go Eric Mason made the comment that there should have been kill shots on every single one of them. Eric Mason would have had all those white people dead, son. Mm. I mean, he's a racist. Like, like, like I oh, used yeah. to, I used to, you know, well, maybe he's just, you know, really into self, you know, black pride type thing. Sure. And he just wants to, I mean, I don't agree with him. I think he's biblically wrong. I think he's wrong in so many different ways and levels, but now it's like he saw white people and, and and this is the other part. I, I know I'm jumping, but there's so much stuff here. There is. It wasn't just white people. Right. Now, they were the majority of the mm-hmm. people there, but it wasn't just white people. So uh, take that into account. That being said, <laughs> Eric Mason saw white people on the news um, uh, breaking barriers and punching cops. And he says they all should have had a kill shot. He sees black people in Ferguson or uh, 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 what was the place in Minnesota? Anyway, so so there, there's been a handful of these here riots, and you know he sees those riots and those people throwing you know Molotov cocktails at the cops mm-hmm. and and that kind of thing, and he goes, the police ought to stand down. There should never be a reason for police to shoot somebody. Yeah, 
And I'm going, um, hypocrisy much? You know, and then and then I've also seen where they're like, uh, uh, well, at least they didn't get shot by cops. Yeah, one one person did. One person did. And something that I'm not hearing reported about is the amount of people who were there. Okay. Now, the guys who I've watched uh-huh. who were there are saying that the actual numbers are much larger than what the the um, media is putting out there. Okay. And you're talking about a very small group of people. Um, and so... <laughs> Now, when, what do when, you mean? Whenever you say a very small group of people, just conservatives, so, or the no, 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 no. So you had to, you had to hundred, hundred, hundred or more thousand people. Somebody, I've heard somebody say hundreds. I don't know what the number yeah. is. So a large group of people, uh-huh. and a small group of those went bananas. Gotcha. And started okay, storming yeah, yeah. the the Capitol building. Right. Um. There again condemn it think it was dumb um they set us back they they set us back i mean yeah um any kind of progress where we had the moral high ground has gone out the Mm -hmm. window we're we're just like it's always been the right side has to fight by the rules Mm -hmm. the right side does not have to does not get to um be stupid it's always been that way. Yeah. The the bad guys get to be stupid. The bad guys get to break the rules. The bad guys get to do whatever they want to do what because they're bad guys. bad guys. Yeah, there you go. But the good guys have to follow the rules. If they don't, they're no longer good guys. They're bad guys. Mm-hmm. Right? And yes, I get it. I get it. One of the first things I've said was I get it. Man, um, the court system has rejected them. We see all that the, same, the same election uh-huh. graphs again. Yeah, I mean the same thing we saw in Michigan. We're seeing in Georgia. It's that same in the middle of the night. You see that giant step. Uh huh. You see these arches and then a giant step, right? And nothing's and, done. And nothing's done about it. The government, the government uh, employees, such as governors, uh, senators. All that, both state and federal, um, are tur- are turning their backs on the whole thing. These people are not being heard. These people are being called liars by social media and cable news and that kind of thing. Um, you know, it seems like every avenue that they have to have what they consider to be um, a fair shake at this mm-hmm. are... They're they're being pushed away, they're being pushed right. away, called names, and that's another thing. I mean, they're, they're, the the people with power are just insulting, and and belittling, and just really coming across to these people. I mean, just real jerks. Yeah, they're being jerks, and so these people are tired, man. They're tired, and they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to do. Well, they want to do something that's going to make a difference. That's why they yes. showed up to begin with. Yes. And they showed up to show support. Whenever uh, Mike Pence, in their in their eyes, betrayed them, mm-hmm. 
that it was the final. It was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. It wasn't just this one act. It really was the straw that broke the camel's back. And there again, not for everybody, but for this group, this small group out of this large group, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's what caused them to snap. And there again, them being conservatives, they didn't take over the local Walgreens, man. They, they took over the freaking Capitol building. And took it. And... And right or wrong, that that within itself is just nuts. I mean, my 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 brain starts coming up with conspiracy theories, right? Yeah, right off the rip. I, I mean, I start saying, why was there not more security? Uh huh. And now the social justice guys I've already seen to my cause of racism. It ain't got nothing to do with it, I don't think. Um, and then so why wasn't there more security? One of the guys said. That half the conversation while they were there was where are the bathrooms? <laughs> they didn't have any really? porta johns for the um for the people. So they're just out there holding it. Yeah, they're just out there holding it. I mean, people giving them the bird, like federal employees giving the people the bird. Um, that happened uh, too. Taunting, uh, that kind of thing was happening all around them, hmm. and it seems to me. That this was an orchestrated plan that if you push and you push and you push and you push and you give somebody the opportunity to snap, they'll take it. Yeah. They'll take it. Um, And so this is kind of my view. The world is looking at it as uh, when you watch the news anyway, right? Mm. Um, I mean, they're calling it a coup. Okay. They're calling it um, uh, terrorism. And there again, where where's the where's the consistency in this, right? I mean, I disagree with it. I think these people ought to be sent to jail. But I can burn down somebody's store and it's not terrorism. It's mostly peaceful. Mm. But then whenever uh uh you know the Capitol building gets stormed. It really didn't get tore up that bad because they went back and they finished their session. Yeah. Right. So it didn't. It ain't like it got destroyed or demolished. Yeah. Um. If it had been the left in there, they the only been on person fire. killed. The only person killed was shot by a cop. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's tragic within its own right. Sure. Um, it's also tragic that the left will not recognize that this person was killed by a cop. Now, maybe the news has came out with it. Um, but what I saw yesterday, as of yesterday, I haven't paid it no mind. I've been working today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, but what I was paying mind to it yesterday, I didn't hear any, they were saying one person died. Yeah. One person died. And it turns out it was a woman who was a part of the air force, who was in the air force who was shot by a cop in the neck. Right. And that's sad. I don't want to see this lady. just like, I don't want to see, uh, uh, you know, in anybody in any of these situations shot. But when you push people with guns to a certain point, eventually somebody's going to pull the trigger. You had all the ingredients there yeah, for yeah. what happened. And, and and it seems to me like the people around them were instigating and trying to get someone to snap. Yeah, where did you see that at? What What do you mean? The the whole the federal agents that were or federal Listening employees. to the guys who were there. Okay. Listening gotcha, to the guys gotcha, who were there. Gotcha. Um, Jeff Durbin yeah. from Apologia Radio uh-huh. was one of them. Um, who was the other guy? 
uh, the guy from the Blaze that does like the he goes to all these riots and stuff. Yeah. I can uh, Elijah, okay. Elijah Wood, I think is his name. No, that's an that's actor. an actor. <laughs> Anyways, he he's on the Blaze. Um, uh, who else was it? I mean, there, I saw about four guys. I can't okay. remember. I, I'm having trouble remembering recalling exactly everybody's name, but uh, who who are just. I wish I could remember because this one guy. I wish I could remember who he was. Oh, oh, oh! Um, conversations that matter. Oh, John Harris. John Harris was one of the guys, right? So okay. John Harris, he's out there. He's just hanging around. He's he's chilling. He said he said the crowd's moving in this direction, so he's going along with the crowd. And he sees that the the Capitol building has been opened up, and he's like, "Hey, what's going on over there? I'm just going to keep on going with the main crowd over here, you know." And he's going, and then he said he gets back to his hotel room, and he turns on the news, and it's like, uh. You know, terrorists, terrorists take over the Capitol building. He's like, what? Chaos at the Capitol. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's things Capital like. Capital chaos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'm, I'm also listening to people who were actually there and what they seen. Now, they're limited yeah. in their scope of what they've seen, you know, but you take enough sure. of these stories together and, yeah. and, and you kind of get an idea of the difference between what the media is pushing and what what the people who were there were thinking was going on. Right, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so far what I've seen is the bulk of people had no, a lot of them didn't even know. I mean, over 100,000 people from what I understand. Over 100,000 people. You got over 100,000 people. Um, You don't know what that 400 over there is doing. Yeah. You know, you, you don't know what that 400 over there is doing. You, you, you're on this other side. You know, you're over here. They're right in the Capitol building. You over there by the Lincoln Memorial. Mm-hmm. You you were there. I mean, you were there recently. Well, I shouldn't say recently, but it yeah, was a few years ago. Yeah, a few we years went, ago. We went to, um, to D.C. and all that. It was so, cool. I mean, that stuff isn't, it isn't miles apart, but no. at the same time, I mean, it, it's a big, I mean, it's, it's a big it's area. A walk. Yeah, for it's sure. It's a, if you fill that place up with people, son, you got a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that's what was going on, man. These, these people, um, Something else that I kind of just want to uh, vent, I guess, or, or, or make a comment. Go ahead. Uh, I don't think Donald Trump's speech is to blame here. A lot of people uh, think otherwise. Yeah, and a lot of people who, who are typically on my side would. But I am a very, very large proponent of self-responsibility. Mm-hmm. Self-responsibility. Absolutely. So um, Donald's Trump speech was not any more inflammatory than, than any other mm-hmm. body speech in that type of situation. Um, and then what they're leaving out and Twitter even erased one of his tweets that said, uh, you know, um, calm down, go home. Basically. I don't remember the exact tweet, but it, it was something to, do you remember you saw it? Um, you yeah. I don't remember what it tweet. said, um, word for word, but it was along the lines of, um, violence isn't the answer. We're supposed to be the party of, Law and order, uh, let's not do this. Everybody, yeah. And he made the point. He said, "This is this has been a stolen election. You're upset. We're with you. We understand it. But it's time to go home. Time to go home. You know what that means? Attack. Yeah. I, I mean that's the way it's taken. So, um, he tweets he that. Twitter violence. takes it down mm-hmm. because it's violent. So he's like, quit. So. Um, he comes out, he makes a speech. He says, go home, go home. He's, he's pleading to the people to go home. I mean, so I, I don't see 
how we can say that Donald Trump incited this. Even now, I'm also the type of person who goes, even if Donald Trump goes, all right, guys, get him. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump ain't my master. I mean, Donald he, Trump he's, ain't your master. He, he's poking the bear, but you still have responsibility. Yeah. You for your own are actions. responsible for what you do. Absolutely. You, I mean, outside that of That doesn't like, make what he says right if he were to do that. Uh, <laughs> don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, you're responsible for your actions, not Donald Trump. And and that's hard for people to understand for some reason. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why, but it it's hard for people to understand that uh, if somebody tells me to go murder my family, it's my no. responsibility to say, uh, uh-uh. In fact, I'd probably murder them or attack them and be like, hey, police, this guy wanted me to kill my family, man. I don't know what his deal is, but um, I got him tied up in the back of my pickup. <laughs> uh, so, you know, you're you're responsible. I I don't know how else to say that, and and the Bible backs that up. That we're responsible for our actions. Mm-hmm. So, all that said, uh, the media is pushing it as terrorism, uh, treason, tyranny, this kind of thing, and uh, and the hypocrisy. That that's the part against me. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, the media is hip, hypocritical. Mm-hmm. You know they are. But then to see it and to hear people and, you know, you're on Facebook and I finally just had to go, all right, I'm, I'm killing Facebook for today, you know, because it's, you know, our idiot governor talking, this is terrorism, you know, and you know, shut your face. And then somebody, you know, talking about some, yeah, well said. And, 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 and uh, to be a hundred percent fair, I read what he wrote. It wasn't terrible. Um, he just put in that little terrorist part of it that made you roll your eyes, you know. King Cooper. Yeah. Gotcha. And then um and then a buddy of ours is talking about Well said and I'm like, Shut your face, you ignorant <laughs> And then um uh, <laughs> and so uh then you see other people talking, This is all Trump's fault. And and it's just all right, let's stop and think. Let's quit let's quit paying mind. You know, when, when the right-wing uh, media started going, we think this may have been started by Antifa. I I mean, my brain, I start going, mm, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not. It was probably started by a bunch of people who were mad yeah. because they, you know, they, they, they fought and 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 they fought. And, then and they it wasn't that it. they didn't get their way. Yeah. It wasn't that they didn't get their way. They see it as uh, they're not getting heard. Mm-hmm. And uh, if let's let's say this, if it is true that Biden stole the election, and I tend to believe it is, mm-hmm. this him becoming president. I mean, I mean, we're no longer a constitutional republic, right? We're no longer a constitutional republic. It wasn't an election. It was a selection. Yeah. And if that's true, we no longer live in America. We no longer live in the United States of America. We don't. We live in some other country. 
that just happens to have the name. Mm-hmm. It's like the go, going from the uh, the Republic of Rome to the Empire of Rome, mm-hmm. right? Uh, same country, same you know, but at some point there was a transition there, right? And that's that's what we're dealing with now, and and it's sad and it hurts and it's it's rough. Happy twenty twenty one, and these people are saying we don't want to transition to a socialist government that where our politicians are told we're told who our politicians are. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to vote. We want to be heard. We want to make sure that those who are supposed to vote are voting. Those who aren't supposed to vote are not voting. And that there shouldn't be a box full of ballots, pulled, a whole tote full of ballots pulled out from a desk whenever they send certain people home so that they can count all these fake votes. Yeah. And, I hear you with your crappy sound of the car. Uh, so uh, that's where the people are. That that And a lot of these people. Now, Durbin was the first one I heard actually mention comments about. Um, he said that, that it seemed like there were people with like legit Trump worship, too. Oh, that's not surprising, though. Uh, it is to me, man. I don't know anybody in my real life who... who Now, I know some guys who would... I know some guys who would vote for maybe a third term. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, you've the, got a lot of people coming in from a lot of places. Yeah, but, I mean, they was thought there'd be a, a flag of Jesus' face wearing a MAGA hat. That kind of garbage, and hey, if somebody puts it together in a meme, somebody probably ha- takes it a little serious. Yeah, and and it's just uh, so that was disappointing to yeah. hear. You know that kind of garbage. Um, because you want to think the people on your side are sane. <laughs> That's Everybody what you want to think, think right? I mean, well, you know, too, the people on our side, you know, like to think we are the the party of law and order. We we obey the rules. We we try not to bust the law. Yeah, you, yeah. you know. But then, whenever the the ones who set these things forth and vote on these laws are doing some of the most illegal things. Yeah. How do these people who 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 are and they're not even sweeping it under the rug anymore? No, it's, no, it's no. not so. Look at the Hunter Hunter Biden thing. There's no doubt. That that dude is guilty of breaking some laws. Joe Biden yeah. is guilty of breaking laws, and yet nothing is done. Nothing is done. No one cares. Why? Because and, and this and the is the more other they part. get away with, the more they don't even try to hide it. This is the other part. This is what's driving everybody. It is. This is a major wedge driver here. Oh, your side thinks or does this? You're censored. Your mm-hmm. side thinks or does this? Yep. You're arrested. Yep. Your side does this? It's terrorism. It's tyranny. It's 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 uh, a coup against our nation. All right? This side does it, peaceful protest. This side does it, it's okay. This side does it, well, it's just black people. This side does it, it's just Hispanics. This side does it, it's just whatever the group is, gays, or whatever the, the minority is. Uh-huh. They just say, well, it's just them. As if minorities don't have any kind of control over themselves, right? I mean, which is a racist idea to begin with, but that's besides uh, yeah. the point. Um, uh, you know, it it's that whole thing that, you, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden do the things that they accuse Donald Trump of. Mm. 
Donald Trump gets impeached. Donald Trump is threatened to be thrown in jail. Donald Trump has all these things that are occurring that, that he has to deal with. While Joe and Hillary and Hunter and all that stuff. Could you imagine if uh, if uh, Trump's son, Trump Jr., done what hmm. Biden done? I mean, would... I mean, just from the money scandals to the to the cocaine, just across the board. If he had done a half of whatever that was, mm-hmm. Donald Trump would have lost office. He yeah. would have. Yeah. But no, they get to they get to try to pin this stuff on, and then the cons- the, the the people we've elected to be conservative politicians for us just go, uh, uh, who cares? And they're not fighting for us, and. You know, we're half the country and we don't have any representation. And so our people. That's scary. Yeah. And so people get mad. People get mad. Now, um, man, we're already at 37 minutes. So we need to start getting into the biblical part of this, right? For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Amen. We do not have the right as Christians to be scared of Joe Biden, uh, whatever government's coming up, whatever. We don't have the right to be scared because we have power through Christ. We have love through Christ, and we have sound judgment because he loves us. Yes. And so we are able, should be able to think through these things without having conniption fits, right? The part of that, the reason we shouldn't be afraid of what's going on is because we know that our God is king. He's sitting on his throne, and he's sovereign over every single bit of it. It didn't surprise him. It didn't It didn't take him off guard. He wasn't sitting there going, <gasps> what are we going to do with the United States? No, we've murdered millions of babies. We've murdered babies, guys. And we don't think the righteous, just God of heaven is going to keep on allowing us to keep going down this road? Not to mention, the 117th Congress opened up with a prayer to a false God. Yeah, I didn't even get to that part. I mean, uh, opened up prayer. Everybody's talking about, uh, a woman. Uh, yeah, amen. Uh, how dare he? And a woman. Yeah. <laughs> we got caught up on that, and it's silly. And you got to laugh. But. He made a prayer to in the name of a false god. And we act surprised he when we brought, see what we did the He's yesterday. praying to the God of Israel. He's praying to the God of Christians. The God, the God. There's only one. And then we say in the name of Jesus Christ. Why do we say the name in the name of Jesus Christ? Because it's his blood that is paid for our ability to be able to talk to the Father. It's because of Christ's blood spilt on our behalf that we get to go to the Father. And then when Preach. this dude sits there and he says in the name of some some Hindu God who is a demon, an enemy of God. Pray into a demon. And then we're surprised when people attack the Dagblame uh, Capitol building. This should have been just common sense. You pray to a God, you're going to get broken into. I mean, you pray to a to a demon. I think I was trying to say false Little God. Little G God. Yeah, yeah, but 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 you pray to a demon, uh, it ain't going to turn out well for you. No. Right? Um, you think they learned that lesson? Not yet. No. No. And and not after all this time, and not yet, and it's not looking hopeful for tomorrow. And so. You know, we as Christians should 
should take this moment to reflect God's glory like the moon reflects the suns. What an opportunity. We should be standing out. You know that whole thing about being a candle on a stand and not putting it out? That should be exactly where we are right now. And I'm seeing big-name Christians, son, go along with the culture. Go along with the culture. Accepting sins because, you know, we can grow a church that way. If we're not too controversial, we we can we can grow a church. And the whole thing being is we need to be controversial right now. Satan gives blessings too. Yeah, yeah. But we need to be controversial, controversial right now. We don't need to be uh, just going along with the flow. Everybody, and I, we've said this before, this is spiritual warfare. This is spiritual warfare that we're going against right now. And it's put on, up. Put on your full armor of God daily. Go into war and fight gladly. It says that if we want to have the will, if we want to fulfill our will in the Lord Christ Jesus, uh, that we are to be uh, joyful, mm-hmm. praying, and thanksgiving. That's where we should be as Christians. We should be rejoicing all the time. We should be giving, praying all the time, and we should be giving thanksgiving to God all the time, even for even for yesterday. Mm-hmm. Even for yesterday. It's not like it surprised him. He is in charge of all this. Not uh not not DC security and police. They're not they're not in charge of all this. Not the National Guard, not the president, not the mayor, not not the riders. God is in control. And the moment we forget that, we start to panic. We start to let fear seep in. And we need to remember that our God is sovereign. He sits on the throne. And nothing occurs that he doesn't uh, preordain. You always, I, I, I mean, one of the gripes that I have with Armenians is they say, God looks down the corridor of time. Son. If God had to look down a corridor of time instead of ruling over time like it's something under his domain, mm-hmm. you're not serving the right God. God is in control of time. How do you think he stopped the sun from going up? I mean, or held the sun, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 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 and now my brain's going to go dead. I thought of the, the, the story, and now my brain's going to shoot. But anyways... God is in control. We need to remember that. We need to remember whose we are. You know, you see at times like this too, posts going on Facebook is, as a country, we need to be down on our knees and everything. And yeah, while that's that's true, but that starts at the individual level. That starts in the church. And what are you praying for, though? I mean, honestly, what are you praying for? Are you praying for the healing of a nation? 
uh, in the sense that uh, we get back to the 1950s, or are you praying for repentance of sin? Exactly, and that's where I was going. That's what we need to be doing right now as individuals, as a church. We need to be on our knees confessing and and confessing and repenting. And I was listening to the, the Midweek Fix song uh, with Cross Politics. I ain't going to listen to it yet. I've been working. Yeah. <laughs> they were pulling up some scripture from the Old Testament. I don't think everything had gone crazy yet at the time that they had done it. But um, they were pulling up some Old Testament where uh, David went and took the census and everything and was going to God praying for praying for God's judgment because in in God's judgment there's there's mercy for the repentant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we need to be on our knees. Amen. Amen. I, I don't think there's any greater and as Christians, you know, we don't we don't need to think that we're perfect because we're Christians. And a lot of us are afraid to be bold because we know we have some kind of sin that the world doesn't know about. Mm -hmm. And so we need to go ahead and expose those sins, share them with our brothers and sisters, be accountable to one another. And I don't mean you got to go to the world and post it all over the internet. What I mean is you need to have a local body that who can take care of you and grow you so that you can be Bold for the gospel's sake. That's right. Guys, I, I I wish that I could tell you that life could go back to some kind of normal. I wish that I could tell you that everything that our children will have to go through will be uh, as, as nice as it was when I was growing up. Or... You know, back when in the 60s or whatever, or whatever you think is the, the peak point of society. Uh, you know, I wish I could tell you that's what was going to happen. But it's probably not. It's it's probably going to get worse. It's probably going to cause you to take a stand for Christ at some point and to really consider who you are. Are you prepared to go to jail for the gospel? And sing to the glory of God. Create a prison ministry, son. That's it. God's sovereign. If you wind up going to jail for the sake of your faith, God has sovereignly put you there. Yeah. Yeah. And... If it's caused you to, to be poor for the gospel, be poor. If it is caused you to be uh, martyred for his gospel, be martyred. That's tough. You know, a lot of these guys who were martyred had kind of the attitude of, we've got them now. We've got them now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on the run. In fact, martyrdom is almost an easy way out. I, I mean, it that doesn't sound true right now, but there have been times in history where the Christian church has been persecuted, and people were like, "If I get martyred, I'm in heaven. Mm -hmm. I get to be with Christ. I no longer have to deal with this everyday silly stuff or this everyday watching my 
friends and family get picked up and murdered. Yeah. Maybe I ought to go do something to get, draw attention to get martyred. I mean, they, they thought that, right? Here we are like, oh, I don't want someone not to like me. I don't want to be divisive. Speaking of not being divisive. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to uh, it. If I'm the one who's looking for an Orthodox Christianity or a constitutional America, America, and my redneck came out of a constitutional America. It ain't just come out, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, am I really the divisive one? The answer is no. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, the cross politic guys used a mass thing. Uh, um, we're kind of the normal ones, and y'all are being crazy, you know. And that's kind of where I'm going here. You know, we're the ones who want an orthodox Christianity and a and a, and a, and a constitutional uh, country, and that used to be the norm. Mm-hmm. So if you come in there and you drive your wedge, and then whenever someone starts to fight back, mm-hmm. who's really being divisive? The one defending or the one causing the the chaos in the first place? There you go. Now, that being said, I think now's the time that the church needs to start being divisive because um, we don't live in a, cons- a, a constitutional America. Mm-hmm. We don't, not anymore. And we don't have an ortho- orthodoxy uh, Christianity. Well, even Christ said that he came to divide. Yeah. And the, the 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 thing is now that the dividing line is clear. Yeah, yeah. Now, that being said, I'm not saying go grab your, your gun and start shooting. I don't want anybody to be able to take it and, you know, go silly. And then that's saying, I know I'm being arrested. Yeah, with our uh, dozens of listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turns out they listen to this show called Bigfoot Revival. And they just went crazy. Travelmakers. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, in all honesty, I, it's time to start sticking out like a sore thumb. Mm. It, it's been past that time. We had the opportunity to where uh, we had the culture and that kind of thing, and we let that slide because of whatever reasons. And now, now it's time to start taking back culture. And we need to be on the offensive. We're going to be divisive. Why? Because we're wanting something that is not the norm anymore. Yeah. And then what used to be the norm isn't the norm anymore. They went on. They they were divisive. They divided. Now it's time for us to start doing the same thing. Yeah. We have to be on the offensive. If we do not go on the offensive as Christians and start evangelizing and 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 just living your life in such a way that people have to see that you're a Christian. Right, and I, and that doesn't mean you know that you're just a good person and you never say anything about Jesus. That's not what I'm saying. It takes both words and deeds, mm-hmm. words and deeds. So whenever your uh, your uncle who's conservative but not saved, and he's like, I don't understand how you'd be so happy about all this stuff. So I'm not happy about this stuff. I'm happy that my God is sovereign and He's in control of it, and no matter what happens, I won. Mm-hmm. He saved me. I win. That battle is fault. The war is won. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why am I going to be upset because God wins? I'm a part of his team. Mm-hmm. Why am I upset? I'm the winning side. The winners don't get mad. The winners have we're, joy. We're looking at the actions on social media, on the news, in the world of 
desperate people who are scared. That's what that is. Desperate measures. No. Desperate times call for desperate measures. That's what they say. Uh, so, um, I hope this was helpful. I really do. I hope, uh, you know, I know it probably came off as a little ranty, but I hope it was helpful. Yeah, um, sometimes Bigfoot got to go on a rant. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really am praying about this. This podcast will go out, and people will want to think about this thing more biblical, because even the Christians that you see are really just buying into whatever side they're on. Yeah, the Republicans is aren't, aren't a Christian party. No, and we were know. we've been talking about that too. It's not even about right and left anymore. It's no, 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 no. Republican no. Democrat. It's not not even about that. No. They'd like to paint you into those boxes, mm-hmm. but really, I mean, it's it's about the elites mm-hmm. and everyone else. And that's why the right, a lot of these conservatives felt like they didn't have a voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, and to a certain extent, I'm hoping that people feel like they've got a voice through us. I mean, uh, I know I know nobody listening agrees a hundred percent with everything we say. Just like I don't agree 100% with everything they they say. Uh, that being said, we need to have a voice. We need to be able to stick together. We need to be able to, um, if you ever go to jail, your people need to be in their church praying for you. Praying and singing hymns and having thanksgiving. You need to, I, I, I'll put it to you this way. If you're, if you think, <laughs> if if somebody in your church got arrested, in your church just kind of shrugged their shoulders about it, or would say, uh, well, you know, maybe he shouldn't have been so divisive, or something of that nature, if they would, if they would just shove it off. Instead of coming together and praying, and I'm talking about going to jail for the gospel, I'm not talking about for something crazy. Hmm. But if you can't lean on your church in desperate times, find a different church. Yeah, find a different church because desperate times are coming up. That's it. And you need to find a church family that you can fight with. One that is biblical. And I think that's, too, that what you're going to see. Some of these soft churches that do not have a firm foundation in solid theology and good doctrine, I think you're going to see some of them just dissipate. They're going to have to. They're going to have to. You you cannot. Well, the the, uh, elites, the establishment, the government, is. it looks like they're getting to that level where they're just putting a little bit more pressure a little bit more yeah, pressure yeah. on the church. A little more pressure. And kind of subtly, you know, like that frog that sits in there, and then the next thing you know, uh, he's, huh? he's boiling and he's dead. So you're going to cave and go right along with it? You're going to be firmly rooted. And there'll be churches that take a stand to a certain point, and then they'll collapse. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to be in a church that will. I mean, you just need to be in a church that, that'll fight with you. That's more worried about the glory of God than they are about themselves. Yeah. So. And we're on the battlefield till God relieves us of duty. That's right. 
That's right. If you're so, a Christian, every day that you live is a fight. So on that note, remember, friends, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Until next time. Hey, guess what? What's that? We out. Deuces. <laughs>